Welcome to Poor Shock. This is the true story of three strangers picked to work at a camp together and have their lives monitored. Fun happens to stop being polite. Start getting real. I'm Eric, aka Eric Tellum, aka Mr. EP, aka the Gambling God, aka TikTok Star, aka She Wants the Tick, I'll Give Her the Talk, aka Rock Out with Your Talk Out, aka Sirak Obama, aka Alf, <laughs> founding what? member of the Peach Boys, what? aka the DMV's finest. AKA DJ EP3, AKA Zillion Beer Boys, AKA Mr. Worldwide. I I feel like I'm such a letdown after that. (laughs) Well, anyway, this is Miss Paige Lee. Easy, tell them, Papito, the DMV's very own finest. The president of the Peach Boys, EC3, um, <laughs> the second coming. You know what? I actually can't say that. I'm gonna have to stop right there. <laughs> I was I was blown away with the audacity and the lies that were spewed, <laughs> and I don't want to follow that up. So I'll just say again: Easy Tell Them, Papito, the founder of the Peach Boys, <sighs> the DMV's very finest. And president of the <laughs> You're missing a really important one that you normally say. What? Daddy dick them down. <laughs> now I had to take a break. From oh. That. You know, sometimes you be sometimes you be in the zone all weekend. One round, two round, three round. But they think it's an MMA match, but I'm going four or five rounds deep. Oh. oh. Shit, I need a break. Damn. Oh, no, no damn that week. No, sir. No, sir. Had to take a holiday. It makes sense. Have... It gets like that sometimes. <laughs> <Oof. laughs> <laughs> I'm still so confused as what is happening. I really felt like this week I had to just, it was episode 55. I had to come correct and just, you know. Those sounded. Those sounded like they were written. Oh, they 100 percent where I would not have remembered them. <laughs> oh, there was too much, too much fire going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, it's been about a week since we recorded, and apparently a lot's been going on. So, if you guys just wanted to give a little quick, um, little life update and what's been what's been going on with you two. I had a pretty good weekend. <laughs> All right, I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Ezra. Oh no, go right ahead. Um, the only real up that I got right now currently is I'm working with somebody whose man may or may not be a former Marine, and I'm trying to get some high-powered military-issued weaponry because I'm trying to go bear hunting over spring break. That's all for now. <laughs> what? <laughs> You heard right. <laughs> You're going bear hunting in Charles, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina? No, this might be what I do while I'm in Virginia chilling before that. Do y'all have bears like that? Of course we got bears like that. Huh. Interesting. I'm going finna, finna to put a couple down if my guy comes through with the goods. <laughs> it might still be hibernation season, but hey. If I run up on him and he there, what's up? Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Ez is going to have a bearskin rug in fucking Mansfield. Yo. Yes, sir. All the oh, my God. The fluids that will be on that would be disgusting. <laughs> you take a black light to it, it's just all fucking white. <laughs> Girls are like, have you done this to anybody? I was like, nah, you're the first one. You're special, baby girl. That's how it happens. She whips out a black light? Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Um, well, this past weekend, I talked to, like, an, an old fling or whatever. And you already know about it, but it was something that, you know, kind of happened and ended and there was, like, real awkward tension. And so I, you know, started drinking and had a little vodka confidence and just went up and kind of, like, squashed the beef and let me just say, it's it's a lot easier to hate somebody than to forgive somebody. Let me tell you, like, shit. And I, we, like, squash all our beef or whatever. And now I, like, fully remember why I liked him. So I'm, like, right back in the same fucking spot. So there's that. Is this, like, a positive uh, rekindle or is this, like, a bad backslide? I don't, like, kind of both. Because I'm glad there's no awkward tension and we're like still friends and like that's all fine. But then it's also bad because now I remember why I liked him in the first place. So now I got it bad again. Mm. You know? So I don't I don't know what the fuck's gonna come of that, but anyway. All I'm going to say is, it took you a year, but you're finally understanding what I tried to teach you last year when I said, yo, you just got to not even hate people. Just forgive them. And you hated me for it then, and you probably still hate it now. Well, yeah, the first time you got me drunk and made me forgive somebody that I didn't even forgive yet. That's what you did this weekend. Oh, fuck. Maybe alcohol's the problem, huh? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Shit, yeah. Maybe that's it. But, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Mm. Do y'all have any Valentine's Day plans? I have to plan something, and I have not thought of it yet. Oof. I mean, you got, like, five days. Yeah, that's plenty of time. Yeah. And won't even listen to the podcast until probably, like, two days after it's out, so we're good. Yes, solid. Damn, so what should I do? Fuck. I don't know. Hmm. I think it depends if she... I know she works Saturday morning. I guess it depends what time she works at. You can always take her to Dollar Mystery Beer Night. That's on Tuesdays. That's way too... That's like a pre-Valentine's Day thing. Ooh, that's a solid idea, though. Make it a whole week. Maybe I'll go to... um, Fuck, what's the fondue place? The Melting Pot? The Melting Pot. Oof. We do love fondue. I don't even like fondue like that really i think it's overrated for the amount you probably pay for it i mean true i mean i like queso but not as much melted cheese i feel like we've discussed this before the pros and cons of fondue i mean i I know we definitely talked about the melting pot specifically i fuck with chocolate fondue but i can only do that's like a like a little bit i wouldn't do it like heavy true is you still there? Yeah, yeah. You all right? I was just listening to y'all ramble about fondue and fucking Valentine's Day. 
and soft shit like that. Real niggas like myself, I'm going to be cuddled up with my boo, and I'm not going to tell y'all what else is going to happen because I'm not giving the listeners the juice that they need. But isn't that what they want? It probably is. I'm not even going to lie. I forgot what I was trying to say. What was I, what was I even working You weren't going to give people the juice that they needed. Oh, yeah. They're not getting the juice. Why not? Isn't that how you get all your girls from the podcast? I don't, I don't have any plans. I, I, I don't have any plans. <laughs> I don't got no girlfriend. I'm just out I here. I was going to say, so you're confessing that you got a boo. Mm. I'm a little shorty. I don't got a girlfriend or nothing. So Valentine's Day about to be just like February 13th, 12th, 11th, 10th. <laughs> the 6th was. No, the 6th was a lot of sex. Maybe not the 6th. <laughs> was that the 6th? No, that might have been the 8th. Man, we off topic. Anyway, if you had a girl, would you like go out of your way to do some Valentine's Day stuff, or do you not believe in the holiday? Um, I'm not mad. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, you gotta love your girl every day, so you can't do anything on Valentine's Day. Yeah, you gotta love your girl every day. Why not on this specific day that every other girl is getting something special from her man? You do something special for her as well, so if you don't feel like a fucking bozo when all her friends are telling them what they did, so. That's where I stand on it. Yeah, but why listen to those bozos if they're bozos? Even if they're bozos, you don't want to be that one nigga when every other... Because now her friends hate you because uh, your man ain't shit. Your man can't do this and that. All your boys telling you about what they doing anyway. So you're not going to have no plans on Valentine's Day because everybody's about to be with that girl anyway. So you're going to be with your girl. You might as well do something kind of cute. Get a little Instagram pic out of it. Put it up there, crop it out, let them know what you was wearing. You know, regular shit. So you're saying you would only have Valentine's Day plans because all your boys are busy. I'm only going to have Valentine's Day plans for the same reason everyone else has Valentine's Day plans. So avoid the argument if you don't have Valentine's Day plans. Okay, solid. I don't think anybody really <laughs> cares about it outside of that. Valid point. Paige, if you were in a relationship, would you expect Valentine's Day plans? Um... Expect them, no, but like I wouldn't like mind them. Like if I was surprised with something, I'd be like, "Oh, that's cute," but I'm not gonna like expect a whole big shebang or anything like that. But I'm like real low maintenance. So if you're nine months in, if you're nine months in, all your girls got boyfriends now in this scenario. They got Valentine's Day. They already telling you what they about to do. They going away for the weekend. This and that. This and that. And your man tell you he going golfing with the boys Saturday morning on Valentine's Day. And on Sunday, he got to go to brunch with his family. And he'll hit you on Monday on just some regular with up shit. You cool with that? If I'm dating somebody and they don't take me to brunch with their family, I would be concerned. Like, why are you hiding? Hey, don't everybody just get to come to the family brunch. Because my mom going to pay for me. She might not pay for you. Now money come out of my pocket on a free meal? <laughs> I don't know. Ugh. Yeah, that'd be wild. It's like, listen, I didn't do anything for Valentine's Day, but like, I'm not trying to pay for you for this brunch either. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Valentine's Day is... I don't know. I've never had a strong attachment to it. I don't think any guys really do. It's really just to avoid. Yo, that but when you were in like elementary school and you had little things and you got cars with candy, that was fire. All right. Oh, you're not wrong because not everybody got the same cards. Some of them got that little P 
piece of shit dollar store lollipop. Mm-hmm. And some of them got that like personal heart-shaped eight, nine pieces of chocolate inside with the I want you to be my Valentine's. But I knew the game even in elementary school. I was gonna get at the more than one shoddy just in case he had a different Valentine's. <laughs> did you all ever like get like when you were in elementary and middle school? Did you ever have like a crush on a girl and you got her a Valentine's Day like teddy bear or something? No, probably not a teddy bear. I don't know if I had crushes on girls in middle school because the things we was doing in middle school wasn't just crustworthy. That's someone I was talking to. Elementary school? My mom wasn't really with me talking to shorties like that. <laughs> so I'd have to go with my dad. And my dad wasn't going to get no teddy bear for him. But he'd give me like the little personal chocolates to give out. And I'd make sure I got five, six of them for five, six of the baddest fifth grade kiddies <laughs> in there. <laughs> Which looking back at it, I don't know how I was deciding who was bad. Because they all was extremely <laughs> nothing. I got a couple... Like stuffed animals and a pair of earrings and oh some like random shit yeah oh you got clout back in middle school when I looked like a string bean and I had buck teeth I was killing it damn dude you had all the clout back in the day yeah yo my middle school girlfriend was spoiled because the thing to do was go hang out at the mall and I'd always ask my dad for some money for the full court and anytime we went to the mall. You know, I couldn't let no other nigga out flex me. So if they got their girl a gift, I'm getting my girl a little gift too. Man, she was coming up with perfume, necklaces. I bust her down with a fucking uh like two hundred dollar necklace for her for our first Valentine's Day together in seventh grade. Huh? Try to get that bitch back when we broke up. Did it? Hold on. Hundred dollars? Yeah. Where are you getting two hundred? How much does Wayne think the fucking food court cost? Hey, 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 hey! Niggas was hustling. <laughs> I always knew how to make a little bit of money, so I was saving up my money. Oh my God, we're doing what? We cut some grass over the summers, during the springs, get my pockets right. I'd save it because in elementary, middle school, there was nothing to really spend that money on. So I have a little to throw here and there. And then the biggest scam, I go to church with my older brother. Like him and we all went to church on Sundays, and he will always give me money to get food. Nigga, what I need to get food for when I just ate at the church and mom gonna make food when we get home. So I'm gonna just pocket this money, go in the store, act like I'm finna get something, come out with like a bag and a drink, and just be like, I'm gonna eat when I get home. And I just came up on $10 off of you. I'm not gonna lie, for like, I was on my for work. a split second, when you said you were going to church, I was like, tell me this man wasn't putting his hand in a collection plate and pocket something. <laughs> <laughs> I was in debt while. I was wondering if that's where you were going. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Hey, but for the right price, they might get come up on too. Bro, I mean, people put some money in the collection plate. Like... You got to put 10%. 10% of what? Yeah, you're, it's a tithe. Isn't 10% of your check. Yeah. I did not know there was yeah, a... Temper, it's supposed to be 10% of your check. I didn't bro. know there was a set fund so to you it. you got a good enough... You got a good enough job, bro. You better put six hundred in there every two Ooh. weeks. Ooh. Yeah, the the that's normal. That's you make six thousand every two weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Like you got a job paying one hundred twenty, hundred twenty-five. You better put at least six hundred in there every two weeks. So twelve hundred a month to the church. Oof. Yeah, the normal is a ten percent, and it's called a tithe. T I T H. Who's checking my pockets like that? You can get a dollar. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, sir. Yo, there are churches that have lines. Some of them, ours, mine personally isn't like this, but they will get you and I'll explain how they do. But I, people were telling me at the barbershop one day when we was in a redendo, he was talking about his church where they had lines. And, like, there was a $5 line, a $20 line, 50 and then a hundreds line. And we know what you came here in. And we know what you do for a living. So what you doing in that $5 line, <laughs> brother? Something don't add Yo, up that's, here. like, great because it shames people who have money. And also, even if you don't have it, you don't want to be calling that five dollar line. So you're like, I'm gonna have to go to a hundred real quick in front of everybody. Literally, if you have it, you're safe for putting it too little. And if you don't, you're a broke boy. Oh my, dude, I'm about to. Open, why haven't we opened up a church? Who needs a bank? We should. That's what we need to Bro, do. That is, that is where the money oh my is. God. People do get mad. You ever seen an even close to broke pastor? Because I have. Bro, people get mad day. when they like take money from the church. I'm like, what do you mean? You can't be donating all this money thing. I can't take a little bit. Uh-uh. Yeah, nah, my, our pastor was disgusting. How do they make money? Like, do they does did they get paid out by the church? The pays usually the church buys out their house if like you go to a church with like in a decent area with good congregation so your church is already owned outright and then they still pay you a salary and they usually get you a newer type car so you're not gonna have car issues in the first place yeah they they usually live good bro the average pastor salary in the u.s is 96 yeah (laughs) and i'm not gonna lie to you that's probably on the low because the pastors who really killing it probably ain't reporting it. Yeah, they probably are. Mm. Oh my. And if you think about it, pastors don't really pay for nothing. You know how many times pastors came over to when I'm at my when I'm at Eli's house, the pastor come over or my pastors come over to my house growing up. They don't pay for no meals. They hey pastors come in, clean up the house, they're gonna get a meal cooked for them. And they literally could do this every day of the month. We're just different people in the congregation. Bro, why did I go to college? Literally. Fuck. Speaking of pastor. I just want to specify that <clears throat> it is not up, like so. that in Kentucky. Y'all don't have pastors in Kentucky? No, all three of my uncles and my grandpa are all preachers. And none of them get paid by their churches. They have full-time jobs outside of church. But that's a white church. Also valid. Yeah, y'all doing something different. My pastor, I I dare dare see my pastor out there building houses or some construction or just a nine-to-five job. What you doing? Supposed to be praying over my sick grandma, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Pastor's really the way to go. Apparently. Big but I don't, I, I, well, I was gonna say, what's the even the job market? How do you even get in there? I don't know. Got to go to seminary. Everybody need a church. Seminary school? Yeah. Fuck that. Nah, not us. Not us. I let not the Lord us. God make. <laughs> yeah, that's some nonsense for apostolics and Baptists. You don't usually have to go to a school for that shit. You just gotta have to call them by God. Open up your own church. As you can really that way, do there's that. always a job market. <laughs> I don't I don't have the calling. Mm. <laughs> I, never. I feel like you have the scamming in you. 
I do. So I'd rather just be the secretary of the church. Mm. But I'm going to have to be a secretary of a white church. I'm not robbing from the good old folks. <laughs> not the kinfolk. <laughs> the kinfolk. <sighs> okay. Let's see. Let's see. What are we talking about next? Um. All right. This is a little, a little bit of a little deep dive. A little diving in the deep end. A little conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, I was listening to a podcast, uh, good old flagrant too, and they were talking about the difference between goals and validation. And the kind of way that they were um, bringing it down is a lot of people's goals are actually just validation based. So, it's like, oh, I want to be a famous person, like a famous musician and sell out like theaters. And it's like, well, it's like, is that something that you want to do that's going to make you happy or is it going to validate you as like an artist or validate you to other artists that like you can be successful blah blah blah. so it's more like what is something a goal that you're passionate about that like you'll work every single day as hard as you can to do that compared to something that's validating where it's like that makes me feel good and blah 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 but like that's not really doing anything for you you know Mm-hmm. So, like, what are some of the actual goals that you have? Goals that I have. Yeah. Um. I think I consider a goal of mine because I'm big on validation and in the opposite way of the term validation. Like, I feel like um, I say all the time, I don't need your validation, and I say it like jokingly. But I 100% mean, like, I, a lot of the shit that most people, like, care about being validated, I really don't care about. And college is one of the big ones on that list. Well, I don't really piece of paper to validate me when a lot of niggas with this paper jobs to begin with. So if at any point I find a better job that I can get and make more money, then I don't, I don't care about that validation. That's for Van. So Van can tell her friends about it. Goal-wise, um... I think a goal of mine is to keep long lasting and have like the relationships with friends and loved ones and to just keep bringing the good vibes, just bring the up vibes. Like that's a solid goal. Um, outside of that, probably strive to be a better man for my community and make money so I can not only supply and help my family, but also supply and help my community. Those are probably the only two goals I got in life right now. Interesting. So, like, I'm trying to think. I don't, I've never really had many goals in life. And I'm not even sure why that is. I don't know. I feel for me, I don't know if it's the same for you or not, but for me, just having the like family I have and the upbringing I have, my dad always told me, he was like, you don't really need to set goals or set dreams and shit like that. He was like, you just need to go work and make it happen. So there was never like a, I'm going to set this and go achieve it or do these steps to get here or that. It was just do it and get there. It wasn't no like, you need to plan this out and get, long as you get there, who cares? That's really the message. So I never had no like goals I was trying to achieve. I think the only kind of goal I had was at one point becoming a, but the more like I look back on it, the more I think it was just like 
I was trying to decide where to go to college, what to go to college for. And like my uncle had always told me like, oh, you, dude, you become a cop like 20 years now when I was younger. And I was like, all right, whatever. And I was like, I guess I'll just do that. And I think I just committed so hard to that because I was like, I literally have no idea what else I would do. But then I eventually just kind of was like, that's, that's not what I want to do, dude. Like, I'm really just in it for the German Shepherds. So, like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> so, let me ask you a hard-hitting question for this deep dive. Mm-hmm. You said that that was probably one of the only goals you can think of because your uncles told you that, like, that's how you bought this, all that. And at times, you didn't even know if you wanted to do yeah. that. So, do you think that at some point that transpired from a goal to validation from your loved ones to know that, hey, I set myself, I was going to do this, and then I got to stick with it because I told you I was going to do this. This is what I thought I wanted to do, and I want the validation from you, Mendes. I wouldn't say I want the validation, but I would agree with the first part. It was like I said it, so at this point, I've been saying it for so long that I need to follow through. Like If I didn't follow through, I'd feel like such a failure at it. And like that, I don't like to fail in life, so it was like, that was not going to be a possibility. Then eventually, I just kind of yeah. had to sit there and be like, "Doesn't matter." Like, no, like no one at the end of the day, no one's going to judge me as long as I like have my life together. Because there's a big there's time. a big difference between like you trying something and not working out compared to like you giving up and like you're in your parents' house until you're like forty five. I agree. Um, Paige, what about you? What are some goals? Uh, hello? you have um mine are a little bit more like simple and day-to-day I think like obviously within the last year and a half ish I got a little bit more serious about my like fitness and like well-being um and that goal is just to like eat pretty well and work out at least four times a week so that's like that doesn't really have anything to do with validation. That's just like a personal health goal. Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's taken me a while to figure out like what I wanted to do and what I wanted to be like passionate about. I think long term, the goal was just to be self sustainable, be able to pay all my own bills, not depend on anyone else, blah, blah, blah. And I've gotten to that point. So I guess now my goal, but again, that's not like validating really. That's just like, you know, self-sustaining and like for my own good. It's not benefiting anybody else and nobody else cares if I get to that goal. Yeah. Um, my next one or like the more broad one is every year I just want to take some kind of trip. Like some kind of big trip. Like 2018 was Australia. Last year was that like Grand Canyon thing. I'm planning one currently this year for this fall. For like, Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, okay. That's in like two weeks. <laughs> but yeah, like always have like a squad meetup. And, you know, I'm planning on going to Utah later in the fall for a week or so. But, um, and then also just to use like, social media as more of like using it more intentionally to like connect with other people rather than like doing it just for shits and giggles 
And I've talked about that a couple times, but um, yeah. My bad. I gotta circle back to two things. Remind me social mm-hmm. media, because that's the one I forget if I don't forget this okay. one first. Mm-hmm. But you said something about doing things that you're passionate mm-hmm. about, or it took you a while to like find something that you mm-hmm. were passionate about. Do you currently have something you're passionate about? This is for both of y'all. Do y'all think y'all have something that y'all consider yourselves are very passionate about? Like career wise or like shit like that. Not like, oh, I'm passionate about drinking because <laughs> I am, but that's not like a real thing. <laughs> like, have y'all, are y'all at that space? Like you said, you was looking for something you were passionate about. Have you found that passion? Or do you think of something that you would be like, damn, I can be passionate about no, this? No, this, this health coach job is like, I'm pretty passionate about it. And I do like all I can to get better at it. And there like really isn't a better job when I think about all the benefits and how much the company like cares for you and how like how rewarding it is when you like help somebody, you know, get off blood pressure medication or be able to lower their dosage of insulin or just like helping other people with their health. And then my health being a priority for me, it's just kind of like hitting me at all sides. And I, I like it a lot. It's, it's something that I've, grown a passion for i don't know i i as much as i like my current job i definitely don't have a passion for it yeah i do have a passion for the paychecks those are fucking good and they're <laughs> only gonna bag. get better i have a passion for the bag yeah always always got a passion for the bag <laughs> um i love that i do like making content but a lot of it also comes with the validation of people like consuming it, liking it. Like mm-hmm. a TikTok star, like over the weekend with like four videos. Okay. <laughs> like the Porsche talk fucking TikToks popping off, and it's like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing, you know? Yeah. So, I, but that's the thing, dude. Like, I've never, never really had goals. Like, I never looked out to people when I was like younger. I just never know. Like, I've never had that mindset where, like, oh, I want to be just like this person. I was like, maybe I want to play football, but, like, realistically, I knew logically that just was never going to happen at a professional level. So we just go and beat Rob's bum flag football team every once in a while call it a day. <laughs> yeah, but he's got to get those words on. Um, I don't think I'm, like, really, right now, I don't think there's anything I can be like, oh, damn, I'm super passionate. I want to do this because I'm passionate about it. But I also think, like my mom says, I'm just a very nonchalant person in the first place. So it's hard for me to, I don't think I'd ever really feel like super passionate about one thing in particular or anything that I'd ever feel like I've got a feeling of passionate for. Yeah. I was like, uh, I like it, so I'll do it. But I don't love doing it. I love it. So I think that's hard, though. Like to find something that you really truly love and want to do. And that you can actually, I think a big part of it is actually you can love something, but to make a living off of that is a whole different like ball game. I lied. I am a hundred percent and would a hundred percent be passionate about fishing if I could get rich off of fishing. But I can't. Fishing? So, oh, absolutely. I mean, you could go into like be like a fucking pro fisherman or something, or like. Yeah, I'm just not good. Okay. <laughs> At that level. So you you would say that you enjoy fishing, <laughs> but you're not limits. passionate enough about it to make it a career. 
no, no, no. I am passionate <laughs> enough to make it a career. I'm saying I'm not efficient enough at it to make a living off oh, of that career. Oh, okay. I mean, you could drop it and start fishing hardcore. Yeah, the, I, I just don't know if I'm ready for that because I will be broke for years. I've seen what those, I see what they bring in, the people who do this forever. They're bringing in you, fish. <laughs> what if you did it for sport? What, just fishing for Yeah, sport? you know, they have a show on like ESPN2 every once in a while, people fishing and like trying to catch the biggest fish of the day. Oh, I could do that. I can't see you doing that, but you could do that. No, I could absolutely I do just, that. Don't, don't doubt my... T- I'll outfish anybody in the... Nah, uh, mm, <laughs> anybody in the city of Fredericksburg. I can't say in the state of PA because they got some fishers out here. They just got some outdoorsy motherfuckers <laughs> out here. Honestly, can't see Ezra fishing. No, I can't either. What are you talking? My Instagram used to have a lot of fishing pics when I first got an Instagram, but then I was like, uh, "When I'm trying to have this Instagram at, it don't really sit." But I mean, I fish all the time at home. I know, but that's like, I think it's because we've never seen you do it. That's just like the mm. most random hobby for you to have. I'm from, Vir- like- I'm from Virginia. What you mean? That's what we do in our summers. We. Well, I know you're from the South. People do that here, too. But The Nagshead boys almost went fishing, but no one else wanted to go besides me and uh, Ez. Yeah, the Nagshead boys almost did go fishing. We could probably get some good fishing in uh, Charlotte. Maybe. Hey, Eric, is Anna right on a lake out there, apparently. What you, what, what, this ain't a planning <laughs> Well, I was just wondering. Um, we got to figure it all out. I th- maybe. Well, I mean, I'm going to try to come either way, but I was just wondering if I was going to be the only girl. I mean, there's a 50-50 chance. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, As, what did you want to talk about with social media, though? Oh, shit, just like that. I, forgot. <laughs> See, I told you. I That's why I wrote it down. Oh, um, <laughs> shit. You said you wanted to get better at what with social media? Being more intentional about making connections with people. What do you mean by that? So, like, for example, um, Mm -hmm. I just booked a trip to California to hang out with this Mm -hmm. girl that I became friends with on Instagram. And I started, like, we started talking back and forth. And we had, like, a lot in common and stuff. And then we wound up, like, texting and, like, calling and just, like, talking because we, like, really enjoyed like each other and like talking about things and we get along really well. And now I'm going to go like visit her in California for five days. Just like making like connections with people and like different friendships and like all that stuff. I absolutely love doing that. And I want to do that more. Can you FaceTime this girl? Yeah. Okay. I just don't want you to get catfished. No, 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 no. That is some weird shit. What? Which part? I dare a motherfucker to slide in my DMs, befriend me, and then ask for my number to start texting me because he sees that we both like bad bitches on Instagram. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> you have late night phone calls talking about all the girls you've been sliding to their DMs. <laughs> okay, yeah. If I was a guy, obviously I wouldn't do that. I don't know. It's different yeah, with girls. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> And you're going to stay with her? Yeah, me and Haley are going to go stay with her for five days. Does Haley know this? Does she know that girl? No. <laughs> <clears throat> what? 
Yeah, that is definitely something. That is, y'all are built different. <laughs> y'all built like the girls I see on the news. <laughs> y'all, you better drop your location to some out there. I will. I will. God damn, y'all are trustworthy. Yeah, like I, I like I don't care. I'll just fucking go and hang out with people and. That's how Ted Bundy got him. That's all I'm gonna say. No, he got him by <laughs> he got him by faking a shoulder injury and hitting their head against a car and dragging them. Uh, y'all are bold. Y'all are bold. Well, I'll let you know how it goes. I hope we hear back from you. You might let us know. <laughs> On the plus side, I got free tickets to Disneyland. So she like this girl's giving this girl's giving you free tickets. No, I have a different friend that works at Disneyland that's getting me free uh, tickets. And Callie? Yeah, and Callie. Did you meet this girl on Instagram too, or did you know? No, I met her in Kentucky. <laughs> okay. I'm just making sure, dude. This trip's starting to sound too good to be true. No, it's my old Facts. boss from my old job. She moved back to Callie. The fucking telephone job? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I thought you hated your boss from there. I do, but just connections. Damn. Watch her connections be she was like Mickey Mouse during the daytime. Well, as long as you're an employee, you get two free tickets a day. It's a little come up, but there's three of you. Yeah, she has a friend. Mm. Now I got connections. Mm-hmm. That's how I got free tickets to Universal, too, for my spring break. <laughs> mm, gotta know people. I mean, networking is important. I'll give you that. Yeah. I feel like that's a thing that people uh-huh. slack on. Like, I'm not saying every person I meet on Instagram, I'm going to, like, go hang out with them. But that's just, like, an example of what happens when you do make connections with people, is all I'm saying. I think networking is important, is a very fluent statement. Because it there's so many different aspects to networking, and it depends on how you're articulating the networking. Because pages type of networking that we just, example one, exhibit one, that networking is not what I would deem important. That networking might have behooved you in this situation, but I don't know if that's what I would consider important. Networking at the job or amongst like business-minded people or like-minded careers, that may be important. I mean, I would lead more towards job way, but even meeting people... Like, those connections can open doors. Like, all it takes is you to know somebody who can get you... Well, I guess it's more like job-related or opportunity-related. No, I think all connections are important. Like, imagine if I hadn't gone to camp, then I wouldn't have gone to Australia. But that's, that was job connections. But that's a job no, connection. No, but I didn't have to become you friends were with any of those people. Yeah, but you were networking amongst co-workers. That just happened to become friends. Wow, strong point. Yeah. Basically, there's just like a level between like DMs networking and like on the job kind and, of networking. And LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah, because the networking that has worked for you, and I will say it has worked and it will behoove you on this California trip, that's the networking that I would advise my 12-year-old cousin against doing. <laughs> you would advise people against doing it? The 12-year-old, yeah. Yes. 
I would absolutely tell my 12-year-old cousin, do not answer DMs or phone calls from somebody you met on Instagram. Wait, why did you bring a 12-year-old into this? Now it's you know he, weird. He had to go to a, a fucking extreme to make his point. No, I'm saying because I'm saying, no, like, <laughs> if I'm, like, saying you, you want to network in life, I'm telling that to the younger because I don't oh. need to tell people my age to network because they know the network. <laughs> But I'm saying, if I'm telling them to network, I'm not telling them to do that type of networking. <laughs> okay, I see your point. I was like, wait, how did that even correlate? Okay, makes sense. Hmm. But, yeah. So, basically, use social media as a tool. Yeah, just, like, be more intentional with your usage of it. It's hard, though. Like, people can say they don't like social media or they don't use it for, like, likes or validation, but, like, you, you like you you enjoy the validation that you get from like when you post something and like it slaps or it gets a reaction. Oh I'm yeah, I'm telling of you a hundred percent. I do not give a singular fuck <laughs> about the likes that come with a pic or any Instagram validation. What I will say that I have cared about is the validation that comes when somebody answers your DMs who wasn't supposed to answer the DMs. That's the part of Instagram that I do care about. <laughs> What, what if kind a of girl DM are we talking about? Yeah. Any just general. If I could have had an Instagram with just no pictures, I probably would have done that at first. But no one's gonna follow you back when you've got like nothing. So then I gotta feed them every once in a while. Cause I'm not almost all my pictures are like group pictures and people are always like you need to put more selfies. I'm like, what am I just sitting around taking selfies? Who is requesting you taking selfies? <laughs> Oh, my boys give me shit all the time. Like, you get likes like that because you're all in group pictures, this and that. I'm like, nigga, like, how am I, I'm just supposed to randomly sit in my room and take selfies? That's the one thing, like, I'm terrible about taking pictures. Yeah, I almost only take pictures in group settings, it seems. Like, if someone's not taking a picture of me, or like, yo, let's take a pic, I'm not taking a picture. I just won't remember. I don't, I'm Like, I'm not thinking about it in that moment. Us three together aren't good at taking pictures either unless we're drunk as shit and i start pulling out my phone and taking drunk selfies yeah i was gonna say unless Paige is taking the pictures we're probably not taking photos yeah like yeah but man some of those drunk selfies have been golden it's wild like the photo the few photos that we have from that trip from kentucky are like top tier photos oh they really are like uh just photographing so well at night it's incredible Y'all are going to have to come back. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I was there, and we didn't take any photos. <laughs> I, okay, keep in mind, I was a little distracted. Oh, that's true. I was getting real hammered. <laughs> Liquid marijuana. Throw those. Oof. Yeah, I got to start taking more pictures. Maybe that'll be my goal for fucking 2020 is take more pictures. There you go. We'll take take more. I feel like it... if you took more than like... I feel like if you took more than two, you'd have more than 2019 and meet your goal. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Wait, you didn't even post one in 2019, did you? I didn't, dude. Yeah, so one and you're golden. <laughs> like, Here's the thing. I can't post a picture until I'm like, in top tier shape because I can't be looking bad, you know. Okay. I, I got to keep the standard up with the Instagram. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to take some on spring break. We will. That's really in like two weeks, isn't it? Yeah, it's literally two weeks. Maybe three. 
we we'll have to plan that out not on the podcast but like is anything actually set in stone at all the date <laughs> no like location God damn it we're working on the location until wednesday still we're looking into it because some of these places the bnbs down there aren't cheap but i'll, I'll explain that afterwards <laughs> Um, like Charlotte said, I don't know if niggas are aware of this. Charlotte is not a cheap city. That's why I didn't know why you guys wanted to go all the way down there. You know, I'm not about these long ass rides. Because Charlotte isn't far from us in Virginia. That's true. Not far from me either. Just saying. How far is it for me? Like five hours? Five hours, yeah. What about you, Ez? It's probably about four and a half from us. Probably four and a half. Man, that's like eight hours from me. That's a long time. Eric, you might have to drive. What? You're like an hour and a half from us. No, I'm like two, three hours from you guys. Not if you hit it right. You're probably, <laughs> I'm going to just fly. You're probably three if you leave in the middle of the day. If you left at like seven in the morning, it's probably like an hour and a half. It's still, it's a long time. I'm just going to fly. Anyway. Just pick me up from the airport. That's more than five. <laughs> Um, do you guys have any other things you want to talk about? Validation and goals? People who should just live for validation? Why you shouldn't live? Why you should live for validation? Anything like that? I mean, if if validation is what motivates you to get things done, then by all means, go for it. <laughs> like, doesn't bother me. If validation is what motivates you to get things done, you're a fucking clock and it bothers <laughs> me. <laughs> but I also think you should have personal goals that nobody knows about. Or like, you don't talk about it. It's like your own thing. Just don't share your life. No, like, I mean, some shit, like, just keep to yourself. Grind on the low. Don't talk about it. Nothing wrong with that. That's why I really don't even post on social media or like I don't talk about my life much because it's like people don't need to know what I'm doing. Yeah. If you don't want them to, they don't need to. Yeah, like if you if I want you to know what's going on, like if I'm doing an off brand hot one challenge and I want to share that, I'll do that. But that's about it. Yeah, exactly. Like share what you want, keep some shit to yourself. Do what you gotta do. I'm not going to lie. I'm looking at these Airbnbs in Charlotte. They look pretty cheap to me. You're probably not looking at the right date. What's the date? You got March 6th to 8th put in there? Yeah. And you got a and b for about 8 to 10 people? So at least 6 adults? Ha, nope, only 4. For, didn't change that. Yeah. Ha, ha. Yeah, that price is going to change too. To 8 to 10? You're just getting farther and farther. You're going to get farther and farther out this Who would even come? Nine minutes from the Uptown Rail. All right, we'll do this later. I can't be looking at this shit in the podcast. <laughs> um, whose fault is it that kids are fucking obese nowadays? I got a lot to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Ez. I'll let you go because I've never thought about it. Um, I, okay, so there's, like, a couple aspects to it. It's either, like, where you live and what food is available. It's either kids are not responsible for the food that is brought into a household that's completely up to the parents. 
or it depends on like the economy and the prices of healthier food. My personal opinion, I think it's the parents' fault. Because the kids can't control, you know, like what they're being fed and all that stuff. And it's pretty much like, you know, eat this or starve. So, I don't know. I, I like wholeheartedly think it's on parents to like, well, then you also, okay, another aspect I forgot to mention. Some of it is genetics. Like some kids are just chubby and then they eventually grow out of it and that's on them. But I don't know. I think it's, I think it's on the parents or mostly on the parents at least. Um, as a man who's taken not one, but two nutrition classes, um, at the <laughs> university of Delaware, not to brag. Okay. I can tell you that genetics definitely play a fact. The thing, it is on parents to a certain degree because at the end of the day, you are feeding your kid whatever you're feeding them. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it also comes to where you're living at. So if you're in what they would categorize as a food desert and you don't have really access to a good grocery store or anything, that can be an issue. If you just don't have a way to get to the grocery store, that can also be an issue like that. And then, like, if you're in a low, like, a lower socioeconomic status where you don't have the money, it's like, listen, as much as I would like to give my kids fresh fruit and vegetables every day, that's just not in the budget. So if I can buy them these chips and, like, this heavily processed stuff that's going to last longer, and we can stretch it out until I get these food stamps or this next paycheck, like, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um... I, you you hit a lot of points. I probably chalk it up to, I can't necessarily call it the parents' fault if they're in that environment, because I feel like most child obesity is in like, impoverished families. You live good, your kids will live good as well. You'll probably be eating good and they'll eat better. So you're not necessarily just giving junk, because you can afford better things. So some of it's, I can't even say it's on like the economy or the government because like. It's a capitalistic world, and they just got to make money. So it makes sense to sell you what you can afford. If you can afford chips, then we're going to keep doing that. And the niggas who can afford the first fruit and shit, like you said, those are going to be the people who pay more for it. So that's just what they can get. I really can't blame me. It's hard when you talk about children. So I don't really have anybody to blame. If we were talking adults, it'd be different. But, yeah, I don't have anyone to blame for children. It's Bad luck. That's what I'm gonna call it. Bad luck. They were born into the wrong situation. But if if you are living in a impoverished area, or you're at a job that doesn't pay enough, do you think it's the parents' responsibility to try to excel themselves in a way that they can take care of their kids better, or is that also the children's fault, or or it's bad luck? Wait, you said it's their job to Is it their job to, like, better their status or better their money or better their, like, living situation on behalf of not only themselves but their children? I mean, I'm sure they're trying to. I I doubt they, like, uh, I love living in the slums and we're going to raise our kids in the slums forever. But I'm sure it's not easy to get out of what's you down there. So I I probably still chalk it up to just, you was born in the wrong home, shawty. 
I mean, it's tough to, yeah, I, I guess what I said, it's, it's tough to just be able to get yourself out of, especially if you don't have the proper education or the proper channels. I mean, now that you can't make the change, but let's say like you're a 35 year old, you know, single mom and you're working nine to five. And then it's like, you got to come home to either a kid. I mean, I guess you could take night class. I mean, uh, listen, you can, you can do anything if you really want to set your mind to it in theory, but things are very difficult at the same time. Yeah. And I understand there's like a lot of different situations that go into it and a lot of different variables and all kinds of stuff. I also think there's a pretty significant tie between not just childhood obesity, but obesity in general and like the American population and what you can get with food stamps. Like the, <laughs> like most people, like I think that there should be like a, like a nutritional requirement with food stamps that you have to get like so much, like, I don't, I don't even know how we would do it or if we could. But I wish when, like, people that use food stamps, I wish there was, like, a requirement that you have to choose so many, like, nutritional items, not just Doritos and Mountain Dew or whatever's um, cheapest. I mean, they, they I make requirements. Like, you have to get, like, you can only get a certain amount of, like, hot food or, like, XYZ. So you could definitely police that in some way. I got to turn that down. And the reason I would have to turn that restriction down is usually the people who have food stamps. I mean, some people do abuse them clearly, but a lot of the people who do have food stamps, the ones that we're specifically talking about in this situation, like you got like obese kids and whatnot, they probably need those food stamps to feed their kids. So then if we have uh, stipulations on it, like, oh, you got to get this much fruit with it or this much vegetables with it. We just talked about that stuff costing more. So now they're using more of their food stamps to get that type of stuff. And now they can get less total food. And fresh stuff spoils faster. Like with the other stuff, they can make it stretch out a little longer, like Eric had said earlier. So now we got stipulations where they got to get this much fresh. And we're cutting into like the sustainable food that they can bring into their household because now we got stipulations on it. So now they going to go from their kids just eating a bunch of junk food. And at least they going to bed full as children to their kids not really eating. And now they going to bed hungry. Okay, so, like, at what point are, are children supposed to prioritize their health? At what point are chi- <clears throat> um, children... I think the parents play a part in prioritizing it. But if it comes to you can eat some junk food and you're still eating food, or you don't eat, I'm going to rather you give that kid some junk food so he's eating. Because I think the issue would come with if we put more stipulations in, the amount of food they can bring in is clearly going to go way lower, and you're going to have to wait in between food steps. And then there will be periods of time where there's just not really food in the house. Like, I know a lot of people make jokes about, like, they was eating, like, ramen noodles for, like, three, four weeks at a time. I know niggas who was really eating ramen, like, every day as children. And if we make stipulations like, like yo, so now you got to cut back a week of ramen and get some salad or some fruits and stuff. That's cool and all, but that shit gonna go bad before our next food stamp come in. So now we out a week of ramen and we hungry. Okay, uh, yeah, that's valid. 
Like I just I just wish there was some way to like help people's like financial situations but also help their health because most children that are obese in their childhood continue to be that way in their adulthood and that brings all kinds of health problems that you all already know about and it's just it's something that I was discussing the other day with um like some of the people I work with and we like brought up all kinds of scenarios and it was kind of like this conversation there's so many variables that go into it we just wish that there was some way that we could help that fit everyone but I mean the Unless you're making like a systemic change, which I mean, I don't really see anything happening with the government. Probably the best bet is to just try to educate kids as much as possible. Like, I don't know. Maybe change the way that schools feed kids to make it healthier. But I think just education, because like at the end of the day, you can be taught, blah, 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 but like whatever you're getting served at in your house is what you're going to be eating. And that's going to probably cause a pattern of what you eat in your adulthood. Yeah. Like, unless you make a change, like I can think back now, like my parents didn't really, we didn't really have as many vegetables growing up. Like it was just a lot of like, not to be Hispanic about it, but like rice and beans and like fried food a lot. Mm-hmm. And then like, I just kind of made a change where I was like, I don't want to eat that all the time. So I think it's once you hit adulthood, it's kind of like on you to make the change almost. Okay, that's that's valid. I agree with that. Also, I think we just hit one end of the spectrum hard because that's like immediately where my mind took it. And I think this is where probably where a lot of our minds started mm-hmm. off with it as because like clearly lower income families are going to be eating worse. But we do got to hit on there are families <laughs> that do well who still have obese children. And for those families, in my opinion, that is then 100% on the parents. If it's within your means to provide better meals and better variety of foods for your children, and you're not, then that's on you as a parent. That's true. I'm not mad at that. If you have the ability to give your kids, like, a healthy diet, you should 100% be doing so. Because, like, when when you're younger... Unless you're forced to cook, like, I don't know how many of you guys were, like, cooking at a young age, but, like, you're probably not making your food or, if anything, making it maybe once in a while, but, like, you're making, like, fucking box mac and cheese. So, it's, like, you're just, yeah, so you're just eating what is given to you. So, it's not like you can even make really choices about that. So, as a parent, you should be responsible for what you're giving your kids, and you should give them a balanced diet. I remember I had a friend who did well, like, I'm inner city slums i'm also from i also reside in the suburbs and i had a friend whose parents did well like no, nobody really struggled out in the body like that so most of their parents did well and he was a big nigga when we were in like elementary school middle school and i remember he was talking to my parents one day and he had said some shit about how his parents uh don't really make food at the house or whatever so a lot of like takeout and shit because <clears throat> excuse me there's a lot of takeout and shit because like when they go home for work they're tired and this and that and after he left, my mom was like, his parents don't, he was like, his parents weren't ready for kids. So like, if you're too tired when you come home from work to, and if you have the means to make your kid a good meal, because that's your kids and you want them to do well in life and better themselves, then clearly you was not ready to be a parent in my eyes. I mean, yeah, I can, I mean, I'm not mad at your mom like, saying that's crazy, that. Man. I don't, parenting on its own is just tricky to me. And it's always 
it's weird, not weird. It's just something that's intrigued me the way like different cultures and different communities and like different finance levels raise their children. It's always like just such an eye opening like experience, just all the different ways people. I think, think it's, I mean, I think, I think it's definitely true that you kind of become your parents in one way or another, just because that's what you're, you've been raised around and that's what you've seen. So you just kind of take mm-hmm. their habits that you're like, well, my mom did that, or like my dad did that, blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of how you live your life. Unless, or, I mean, like you said, the parents were like, oh, we're tired, we're not going to eat. So if like you're well off, you're like, dude, I'm not worried about that. I'll just buy pizza. Like, I'm not trying to cook every day. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Um, as why don't we just go back to Nag's head, by the way? Why don't huh? we just go back to Nag's head? Because the jaw was dead. <laughs> And it was cold, and it's going to be even earlier this year than last year. Yeah, I don't get why your spring break's always the earliest possible. I don't know, bro. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see, let's see, let's see. Hyphenated last names. Paige, what do you got on that? First off, I don't understand why people hyphenate their last names in the first place. Second, would you, like, when you get married, would you want to hyphenate your last name? I would and not hyphenate my last name. I wouldn't want to either. The only reason I can see it being a possibility is if a family line was like all girls and the last name like wasn't going to continue on or something. But I don't think I would want to either. I mean, I know a lot of girls like if they just want to keep their family name. Like, they might not even, like, change their last name at all or might get hyphenated. Maybe, like, in a professional aspect, like, my friend Shep, who we had on the podcast, shout out to Shep, his his girlfriend is in med school right now, and, like, Mm -hmm. they've already had a talk, and she was like, I'm going to take your last name, but it's going to be hyphenated, so it's going to be, like, her name, like, Gomez hyphen Sheplock. It's like, she's also going to be a doctor, so I'm like, I'm not going to fucking tell you that you can't do that kind of shit, Yeah. Yeah, I understand that, like, if she's doing all, like, if she's going through med school and, like, doing all of that, I would want to, you know, keep my name attached to that as well. Like, I've seen a couple people do that. Yeah. Um, And then my other thing is, what if you go into a marriage with a hyphenated last name? Like, it, say you're a guy, and you go in with a hyphenated last name, and then what if your wife doesn't want a hyphenated last name? Like, do you take her last name? I feel like have three last names. Well, I feel like a lot of people with hyphenated last names usually kind of have an attachment to one over the other, I'm assuming. Like, usually if it's like a mom and dad, like you're closer with one or another, like you usually go by one at that point that you begin Uh married. So I'm assuming you would probably just pick one and like call it quits. Pick one and run with it. Yeah. Or like you would just be like, what are we going to call each other? Because I'm not doing three. I don't think you want to do two. Like who really wants to write two last names? Like, no, fuck that. Yeah. Plus it's a lot of fucking work. I think a lot of times, I think a lot of the times when they hyphenate names, just from like what I've known in my experience from people I know who have hyphenated names, it's usually like they have their like born last name. I know a lot of like kids who have like changed it once they became men. And like, 
for them it was like they stepdad stuck up like stood up and like was the man of the house and raised them or not. So they added their stepdad's last name to their like born given last name. And that's like seven or eight people I know like that. And then they had that hyphen. So I know for a fact one of them I talked to about it. And his kid is also going to have both last names because his dad is still his dad. His dad passed away. But at the same time, this man raised him for 13 years. So, like, out of respect to him, he got it legally changed to, like, add his last name as well. Oh, um, that's nice. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. Interesting. And I know it's, like, for, like, a lot of the, like, ball players you see like that, that's, like, how a lot of them got their name. It was, like, passed down in, like, weird situations like that. So, for... I'm not mad at keeping it, but as if it's like to a, uh, I don't want to have both of them or stuff like that, or I don't want to get rid of my last name for girls, they want to keep the maiden. I know girls who have also like changed their middle name to their maiden name, and you can still keep your last name. It's not the same, but I mean, legally, it won't be the same anyway, so I don't know why it would matter. That's not a bad compromise. And, uh, I guess if you can legally change your name to whatever the fuck you want it to. You you can do that. Yeah, you really can. But you've got to do it as close to 18 as possible. Why? No, I'm serious. The older you get, the more, like, legal documents and binding things you have. So the more expensive it is to do and the longer the process is. You'll have bank accounts, saving accounts. Maybe you get loans at some point. Like, it's a longer process the longer you wait to do it. Mm, That makes sense. So once you're too deep in, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like, fuck, I don't even want to pay the money to do this yeah. anymore. Um, do you just want to go into mystery questions? Yes, sir. Right, do you, how long do yeah. you need me to give you to pull these up? Mm, probably at least a minute and a half. All right. Listen, I have four. Can I do my you four, four really quick? I have four. Right. If she so already I'm had them ready, she might be taking your spot, dude. I said before this even started that I had. I'm not gonna lie. We'll see if they're good enough to compete. I don't know that. Yeah, I also do not. These are like real quick though. Like Uh, we don't need to elaborate. Would uh, you rather have no arms or no legs? No legs. This is what you brought us. No No arms. No legs. Clearly. I need my legs. The fuck. You can just get robotic ones. Nah. No arms. (laughs) Or also, like, a wheelchair. Or you get a scooter. I'm not fucking on my scooter. To get around. <laughs> I don't care about getting around. I'm going to get around with my legs. I don't need my well, How are you going to hold on? I don't need to hold on, girl. I'm going to catch this can't no more. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, if you could have one celebrity hall pass, who would you pick? Okay. <laughs> Ew, you picked a porn star as your hall pass? Mila Kunis is not a porn star. She's Who's married to Ashton Kutcher. I don't know. Who's the little Arabic oh, porn star? Oh, Mia Khalifa? Mia That's who I thought <laughs> no, you were dude. picking. I was like, ugh. I'm talking Mila Kunis, that 70s show. Side note, watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall because okay. Anna had never watched it. Such a good fucking movie. Give me Sandra. What? The finest Asian white woman out there. What? That is the most random. That's a bad bitch. Oh my god. What you mean? You acting like y'all didn't want to bend her over in the proposal? Stop playing. Give me the next question. Mila Kunis for sure. Okay. Um, are tie dye, neon, and glitter a color or a pattern? pattern. 
It's not a color. So that How would you describe glitter as a color? Is tie-dye, neon, or glitter a color or a pattern? Glitter is neither of those. Neither is neon. Tie-dye is a pattern. The rest <laughs> are just like, what? Neon's a descriptor of colors, where it's like neon red, neon pink. Yeah, it's an adjective. It's a. Uh, it's neither. I had this girl come up to me the other day and tell me neon was her favorite color. That's and I not said, a thing. No. Also, yeah. side Last note one. before we continue. Okay. Speaking of hall passes, I told Anna that it was okay if she cheated on me with Mila Kunis, just strictly so that <laughs> I could cheat on Anna with Mila Kunis because I said it was all right, and she agreed. So that's a side note. Oh. <laughs> nice. Last one. Um, what is one song you wish you would have written? Mm. What can I get? What can I make the most money off of? The song from Titanic. Happy birthday. Okay. I'm yep. I can make so much money off of that before it became like in the public domain. See, I was thinking like Eye of the Tiger, like a Queen song. I thought about but... that, but I'm not. You can't make that much money off that. Alright, those were my four. Now that the warm-up is done, now that we put the <laughs> adolescent questions to bed, Fuck off. What is the top food that you don't want to try your luck at cooking? Like, something that you know is good, but for some reason you're like, ah, I don't want to do this because I don't know if I'm advanced enough to cook and if it's going to come out right. I don't enjoy this food, but I know macaroons are a bitch to make, and I would never want to do that. You said macaroons? Yeah. Okay. For some reason, my mind automatically went to lasagna. So you know what? That's a solid one because I feel like lasagna ain't easy to make the first time and it could be messed up if you don't know what you're doing. Mine was along that line. I was going to say mac and cheese. I've had so much good mac and cheese, but I've also had some bad mac and cheese that looked like it should have been good. So I just, I don't know if I'm ready to make mac and cheese yet. Me and the boys was talking about I feel like it's not difficult in the sense of actually doing it but to make good mac and cheese mm-hmm. is what's the difficult part yeah i feel like i could make some like regular mac and cheese that would be like okay but it's not gonna be what i'm having and i don't want it if that ain't it. like you don't want to be the person responsible for bringing the mac and cheese to the party because that's way too much responsibility oh hell yeah <laughs> oh hell that that'd be terrible you need a veteran on that mac and cheese someone who's been bringing it for 18 years in a row yeah all right a tv show that everyone loves that y'all refuse to watch oh tv show everyone loves but um married at first sight damn that's a good one (laughs) fuck um the only thing i can think of is gray's anatomy you watch gray's anatomy but i Mm. But I, yeah, but I watched like the first five seasons, but now there's like 15 seasons and now I refuse to finish it because it's just like kicking a dead horse while it's down. I don't think there's ever been a mine's show that I just straight up refuse to watch. Mine's the Sons of Anarchy. It just doesn't draw my interest. Oh, but dude, it was so good. It's, you would love yeah, every, it too. Everyone else seems to love it. So yeah, good. That's what they say. I'll never watch it. (laughs) (laughs) The earliest you'd comfortably get up for work, like you'd accept this job, knowing that you'd have to get up at this certain time, what would that time be? 
and their job pays good but not great. So I'm saying you will make a comfortable $73,000 in the South. And I'm talking... I'm talking... Mississippi South. $73,000 in Mississippi for the rest of your life. Flat rate of $73,000. How early would you be willing to get up to get that money? Um... I mean, I've been waking up. Before I was going to training, I was waking up at like 7, 10. So, like, I'll wake up at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. As long as I'm done by 4. What about you, Paige? I work, I work from home, and I have a hard time getting up for work. So. 73000 is a comfortable living. I feel like, but you could literally just say, I'll wake up at 9 a.m. And, like, you're still getting the 73000 No, I'm telling you. For this stipulation, I'm asking, how early are you willing to wake up for that? But I could just say the earliest I want to wake up is 9 a.m. No, I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) To get to 73,000, and they're asking you, they're telling you, you got to get up this early. What is the limit for you? You're saying yours is seven. Seven is the earliest you would get up to make 73,000. If it was early, it's like whatever, I don't want. I mean, I guess I would say 9 a.m. That's how early I'd want to get up. So you don't want seventy three thousand? It's eight o'clock. Mm, I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I still said seven a.m., but like you could easily say All right, seven a.m. Not nah, you could easily say like what is eight and well, no, is it? Why would they ask you what time to wake at up? Eight, you why would they say what time are you going to be at work? Get the job. At, That's what you should make the stipulation. What time are you going to be at work at? The the time you say is the time you have. I'll to have be to at be work. there at seven a.m. So oh fuck! Yeah, 7 that. You gotta be I'll be there at seven forty. No, seven thirty. I can do seven thirty. So 7.30, what about you, Paige? No, mine's actually 9 a.m. 9 a.m.? Yeah. All right, so if a comfortable $73,000 in the South, which is good money down there because everything is cheap as shit, real estate's cheap, cost of living is cheap, 73 will get you a good life forever. 73, year after year after year. It's always going to be 73. Wish I could tell you how much money that is. My calculator's not working. $73,000 a year breaks down to... Six thousand a month, which is that's it's good money. You'll live comfortably off that. You got to be there at five a.m. Are y'all taking? No, no. For seventy three, no. No. For ninety five a.m. Ninety thousand for the rest of your life. Are you getting up at five a.m.? No, I'm not a morning person. How much money would it take realistically for you to comfortably get up at a certain hour? Five a.m. is the hour you're using. For five a.m., you have to be at work at five. How much money would you take? I would have to be struggling, like struggling hard financially to get up that early because I'm not a morning person at all. So do I even like this job? This job is a good yeah, job. It c- you love the people. You go get drinks when you're done. It's a good job. It's a good job, but do I like the job? There's a difference. You like the job. You do like the job. And it's a guaranteed 90000 every year. Every year you're going to hit 90000 no, no. Uh, it's seven thirty. What? Seven thirty is still the earliest you get up for ninety G's. Yeah. Bro, for ninety G's, five a.m. I'd be there at four fifteen to help the security guard open the door for ninety G's. Comfortable. Bro, how much money is we thinking? I don't know. I mean, let me give you perspective. I don't think five is on where I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. 
like this like i'm only contract right now but like the starting rate for my job at most places is like 60 to 70 grand so i'm just like if I get to my job at 8 a.m. right now, 7.45, 8 a.m. That's 20 more. That's 20 more G on top. But 20 more G's to lose, at- like, three, four hours of sleep. Mm. Oh, that means <laughs> to go to bed earlier or cut out three hours Bro, of sleep. Bro, but you know I like to watch football. You could finish all the football and still be in bed at 11.30. Yeah, no, no, that's not enough time. I need sleep. Man, I'm telling y'all right now. For 90 G, you can tell me you be at work at 4 a.m. All right, there. what time for 70 G's? For 70 G? You can probably still tell me to be there at 5 a.m. and I'd be there. When I was bricklaying and shit, we had to work at 6 a.m. every morning. We was only doing that for fucking $18 an hour. So Yeah, but I feel like if you also got a job where they were like, we'll pay you 65 you can come in work 8 to 4, you would take that. Yeah, but I don't sleep that much in the first place. So if I knew I can make 72 easy, comfortable dollars down south, and I had to be in at 6 a.m., I was going to work 6 to 2, and then have from 2 to 12 to do whatever I want, go to bed at like 1 and wake up at 6 and do it all over, I'd be content. Mm. But I already don't really sleep that much. And I'm always up early. I feel like that'll early. break you eventually. I don't think it would. I mean, you might get used to the schedule. Because you got to think of it like this, bro. All those niggas who like work in Nova... And gotta be at work at eight, like Northern Virginia. They start to commute at like five thirty in the morning. The that's terrible, dude. Fuck that. I would move. And they sit in five hours of traffic. I would literally move. They're I would bed. move. Yeah. Yeah, but if you 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 can't really move for some of these jobs. Some of them you gotta be in Northern Virginia. I'm saying I would move to Northern Virginia. Oh, I <laughs> hope you. I hope you come with a bag on you, cause you're not just gonna move into Northern Virginia. I'll just move want. there. I don't go fuck. How, how are you going to bro, afford that, bro? You can't be making 90 <laughs> G. You don't want to get up at five. Listen, if I have to get up at five to make 90 Gs, I'll move next to the fucking company. I'll move into the company. I'll buy the company. You See, now we're not being realistic. <laughs> no, that's crazy. All right, last one. That far. Yeah, it's how much will they have to pay you to commute? That I got far? A, how much do they have to pay yeah. me to commute that far? I'm telling you right now, I got a lot of people who work in the city that I just grew up with COVID. My brother's done it, my parents used to do it. Fucking my brother's been doing it for like the last fucking 18 years, 19 years. He tells me all the time, he just puts on a good podcast or gets onto the early sports center and just goes because you're not going to really go much faster than 30 miles per hour in a lot of the areas anyway. So at this rate, this is like second nature. You wake up and you do it. Um, he's at the level now where he gets paid to sit in traffic. They clock him in like from there because he's a higher level supervisor. He gets clocked in there when his car starts. So he gets paid for that time regardless. Outside of that, I don't think I don't think it's as much as I'm gonna make it right here as it's gonna have long-term benefits. Like if I get up and make this drive now for the next five years. And they see me grinding and sticking with them, then I'm gonna get a salary in five years or so that's gonna put me where this drive was. And that's usually how it works up there, because they reward you after a little while. But it's the first, first five or six are gonna suck. Yeah, just sitting in traffic for hours does not 
seem appealing to me at all. Yeah, I used and to they said in traffic to literally go 45 miles. Yeah, no, fuck that. Like hours of traffic to cover fuck 45 that. miles. I used to commute 30 minutes and that shit was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, work, working in Fredericksburg to commute for somewhere six miles down the road is 30, 35 minutes. Yeah, I'm could, thinking nothing. Could it be me? I, um, the worst name you've ever called someone to finish the worst it out. Name ever called someone? The C word. Who have you called the C word? You know who. I, 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 the amount of people I, that you hate or have beef with, I do not at this point. Yeah, like, huh? I don't hate everyone. Mm, you got a lot of hate for a lot of people at certain points. You went through a phase. I did, but we're happier now. Yeah, we're in positive vibes now, but yeah. for a while you were hating everybody. I know, because I was very sad. Okay, let's not talk about it. <laughs> um, I don't know what I've called anybody. Yeah, I don't know. What about you, Ez? Um, I really don't think I've really called anybody anything like outrageous. Then why was this um... a question? Because <laughs> I assume someone, some of y'all had at some point. I'm not really a name caller. And I also don't really have like any beefs at any point. So the names I could think of that are like bad that I've called people is just like jokingly. So I don't really have anything. Mm. That was a weak last question. Yeah. I know the, the second to last question was way yeah. better. Probably should have sent it there. Sure. I probably could have, but I I couldn't have them the listeners from the great DMV, which is funny because you consider yourself a DMV native, but you got a problem with a little traffic. Something doesn't. Who likes up. traffic? Eric from the DMV has an issue with a little commute. Doesn't make. Who easy. likes traffic? Who's like, damn, can't wait to go sit in traffic today? No, it's not the like. It's the it's the distaste you had for it. Because we're at the point now, DMV natives, we just know this traffic is like, all right, whatever. But the distaste in your voice, that was spoken like a true non-DMV resident. Mm. Huh. I'm going to have to get... We're going to need... For the Instagram story, we're going to need to see your license. <laughs> Say no more. Um. Alright, let's... Uh, I don't really have much for Porsche Talk Sports Talk. We can go through this real quick. Um. The uh, Yeah, the only thing I want to know... Because mm. I was seeing that... Uh, Apparently, John Jones didn't win fight, so I need to know since you watched that shit, did he win that fight or not? <sighs> that fight was very interesting. Um, Dominic Reyes came to fight. John Jones, I'm not going to say that he hasn't looked as good recently. I think it is a lot of people are catching up to where he's at. <sighs> when I first watched the fight, I would have said John Jones didn't win. I thought Reyes won 3-2. to two. Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember if they were using the new scoring system or not, but I don't know if that would even matter. My only issue is, which people don't agree with, is that I think you have to beat the champ to, like, be the champ, and I don't think Reyes did enough because in the fourth and fifth round, he was on his back heels a lot, kind of kind of running away from John Jones. So I'm not mad that Jones won, 
because it wasn't decisive enough to say he lost that fight. So okay. it, was, it was a toss-up. It's like, if he would have lost, people wouldn't have been surprised. If he won, people wouldn't have been surprised. It's it's not it's not whatever the media is going to make it out to be. Like, Dominic Reyes got robbed. Like, no one got robbed. It was a very close fight. And John Jones' yeah, knowledge is great. If it's a toss-up like you're calling it, it's got to go to the champ. Like that, I feel like that's just clear. I think the bigger issue was the scorecards where one judge had it four to one, John Jones. And I'm like, listen, I don't know what the fuck you were watching, but John Jones did not win four of those rounds. You can make an argument he won three. Oh. He definitely won two, two of the rounds, the last two rounds, but not all four. Um, last thing on him, for me at least. I also was seeing that their two solutions was they need to run his back as soon as possible, which I was like, uh, okay. Or that John Jones needs to go up to the heavyweight now because he's done with these pussy niggas down there. <laughs> so violent. Um, I know people want the rematch. I can see why. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Tiago Santos, who fought him beforehand and gave him a really tough fight, would be a good fight again. I think, if anything, it should be Santos versus Reyes for like a number one contendership because the other... People that are like below them, DC, but DC's a heavyweight. He's still ranked. And then Corey Anderson and John Blavach, whatever the fuck his name, are fighting, but they're not ready. So I would either do Reyes and Santos to fight for a number one contendership, or John Jones go to heavyweight and fight Stipe. But I don't know, man. John Jones hasn't looked as good recently, so I I don't know where he's at. That's my only issue. Mm, that's fair. Uh, the XFL was this weekend. I didn't really watch. I had it in the oh yeah, I had it in the background because obviously, like, I still don't have any connection to any of these teams or players like that. But they seemed all right. I like the sideline interviews. That was my favorite part, honestly. Not nah, the team you got to support is uh, fuck. There's eight teams. What team is <laughs> what team is uh Heineke on? He the backup QB. What team? Fuck. They were uh doing the um. They were chugging the spritz. Oh, uh, fuck, I saw that today. Yeah, that boy from Northern Virginia. We used to ball with him. Then he went down to ODU to ball. That's the team we riding with. And they look wild as shit. Oh, my God. Let me see if I can find this team real quick. It's the white (laughs) one with the blue in the jersey. Is it like? I don't even know. Oh, fuck. Hold on. They just just pulled this shit out of the teams. The Renegades? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we rocking with. Uh, Boys. Say no more. We're with the Renegades, boys. Yeah, the, I mean, the games weren't... But no, that shit looks... No, you got it. That shit looked fun. Yeah. I mean, it didn't seem like anything out of the... Like, crazy compared to the NFL, which is probably good. Um, I feel like they were letting them get, like, hits yeah, and shit so... off, though. Oh, I did see a couple big hits. I like the kickoff. And unlike the Arena League, I feel like players in this will translate better back to the NFL. Because the Arena League was kind of a joke. Like, the fields were short. They had walls. There was, like, there was a lot of limitations. The Canadian League is kind of fucked because it's way too big, sideline to sideline, and it's longer. So, for the most part, these follow principles in the NFL. Like, two feet is a catch, this and that. And I did see some big hits that I liked. I think the only good thing is that it's bankrolled for at least three years. And they they have such good distribution because they're literally with like everybody, with like Fox yeah. and like ABC and all that. So I think it has a really good potential. 
And if they can get some big names in there, like casual people now, that'll definitely help. They got a couple big names in the jump. Um, because I remember watching uh, Undisputed on Friday, they got Coney Ely, who used to be a monster in the SEC, played for the Panthers for like four years. Bro was almost MVP of that Super Bowl. He had three sacks and a fourth fumble in that Super Bowl, and the Panthers lost. So, like, that's a big name. Marquette King, the punter, is just great for TV. And bro is nice. Like, I don't understand how no NFL team picked him up. I think it's because he won way too much as a punter. But he was someone he still – he can still – Yeah, I was surprised does. that he wasn't in so, the, the NFL. Like, because he was with the Raiders, and then he just, like, disappeared. Yeah, after Gruden cut him for his antics, which I don't <laughs> understand that because bro was literally just having and fun. And he's a great punter, you know I mean? dude. He's got a fucking leg. Yeah, he, he's literally great. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if I could get a little more invested, the XFL would be fun as shit because it already yeah. looks good. I'm telling you, man, I, you're going to see – my issue is the XFL has good ideas. My issue is, is the NFL just going to admit that they like the ideas and take them, or are they going to be stagnant and not take good ideas from the XFL? I think you're honestly going to see them try to be stagnant at first, but the one idea I think they'll absolutely – the two ideas. I think they'll bring in the uh, the kickoff because I like that. Seeing it, I like it. It's going to lower collision and – it's more of a one-on-one, me versus you, I'm a man, you're a man type thing. And it'll bring back big plays in the punt return. Because it's hard to get a – not punt return, kick return. You don't really see much kick returns going for TDs nowadays just because all the rules, the ruling out of wedge blocks and shit like that. And they they used to be able to get the running start. They can't now. The way the XFL has it, it looked nice. You could probably get some big plays yeah. out of it. So I like that, and I do like the sideline. I don't think they're going to do it. And I like that they're not only – I, I think they could, and I like that they're not only like interviewing like good players who make yeah. great plays, <laughs> like to come interview the kicker who just missed. That was kind of asshole. That was so fucking it. funny, dude. So fucking funny. Yeah, that shit got me. It does give you good insight, though. It's like you see players like right after because it's like, and I feel like you're missing that. You you just don't see it. Yeah, you absolutely or like they're are. talking to coaches like in their headsets. Like, coach, why'd you go for a fourth down? It didn't work at all. It's like, well, you know, really try. It's like, all right, well, like let's see what the coach can fucking say. Because you know how many times you're watching the game, and you're like, what the fuck is he thinking? Can someone ask him? <laughs> like they'd be like, hey, cop, yeah, man, it's great. you're up twenty eight to three. What's the game plan here? It's like, oh, we're gonna pass. It's like, why? Like they could have changed the whole Super Bowl right there. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. I like it. I, you're probably right. The NFL probably won't do it, but it'd be nice. I mean, in the XFL documentary, they like <clears throat> uh, the first time around, they were talking about all the things like that are integrated into the NFL now because of the XFL, like the overhead, like cameras and like the sweeping shots and all that, and like being yeah. on the field. So it's like the NFL obviously will take it, but it's like, are they going to wait until the XFL fails or like, what are we, are you going to be prideful or are you just going to take good fucking ideas and like improve your product? NFL was smart. Not even smart. They're like the biggest nose up industry out there. They're not going to admit that they took an idea from somewhere else. If they were smart, they would help cash strap this to make sure it works. Because long term, it's good for the NFL. It's never really going to be competition for the NFL because the NFL, where they're at, they just got way too much money for the XFL to be close to competing anytime soon, like the next 
three, four, five decades. And it would be a great system. Like the college players who don't get drafted are still big names. Why not go right to the XFL, make that cool 55 so that you can still play in that spring right after the draft or right before the draft and then get a shot next year. This would be like the G League on steroids for the yeah, like You could like, even do like I doubt you could even do like two way contracts, and it's like you have it like almost like your G League, like your minor league, and literally just like have your rookies, anybody like that, like practice squad play, get their skills up like during the springtime. Yeah, it should almost be mandatory every practice squad play. Like if they came into a deal with the XFL. Every practice squad player we have, it should be mandatory they suit up in the XFL. Yeah. And it's like those draft picks that you get that are like fifth-round draft picks that you know like aren't going to play the first year. Fucking throw them right yeah. to the XFL. Like, let them get experience and play time. Literally. And I don't know why the practice squad people would have loved it. It's still national TV, the XFL. So you're still in the limelight. You're still getting a bag. You're going to get paid twice. It would just make sense. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Did we talk about all or nothing last week? I think we might have. I don't know. Mm, I think you said you were going to start it. I don't know if you would have started it at that point. Yeah, I got like five episodes in so far. It's pretty cool. I just wish there was more like behind the scenes. Like there's a good amount of like players, but it's almost like just a longer NFL films where like you see behind the scenes of games. Like I'm trying to see them talk yep. shit where it's like – Who's leaking shit to Josina Anderson? Like they, they did talk about the Orlando Scandrick stuff a little bit, but nothing like crazy. Uh, true. All right, got anything else? We wrap this thing up. Um, I mean, All Star Game this weekend, so if y'all care about shit like that, I guess people. Is it really? I don't really. Care about it. Yeah, it's this Sunday, I think the competitions are Saturday. Oh, I don't really like the. Uh, I don't like the game as much, but Giannis, I don't know if you've heard, Giannis need to be fired from life. Bro. That nigga drafted the World Wars team. Have you seen the team? Yeah, fucking Anthony texted me, and he was like, dude, did you see uh, LeBron and Giannis' teams? And I was like, no. He's like, go look at it right now. And I looked at it, and I was like, are you fucking serious, dude? Was he, like, on yeah. auto-draft when they were doing this? Bro, you got to see the video of him picking these players. Because this theory is funny as shit. Like, he had a 100% conviction. In, he was like, I could take Cardin, but I want somebody who's going to pass the ball. And then he chose what? I think he chose uh, Trey Young. And then he didn't choose Westbrook. And he chose – who the fuck he chose? No, he didn't choose Harding because he chose Kemba. And then over Westbrook, he took Trey Young. And I was like, this nigga – he said the crossover king. And I was like, what, is, <laughs> what are you on, bro? Like, y'all trying to win a game here. Chris Middleton, Bam out of body, Rudy Gobert. He's like taking all bigs, dude. You're a big. What are you doing? Literally. Jimmy Butler went eight in that. But you picked Jason Tatum before Butler? Come it, on. It's almost crazy. Jesus. Wasn't God. Russ like the last pick? He was like, yeah, he was 10 for LeBron. <laughs> Damn, I did not know that was this weekend. No advertisement going on whatsoever. Yep. So dunk contest, three point contest. I heard they're like, adding a four-point ball to the three-point contest, so that's in there now. I just don't think it's been what it used to. Like, there was that good year when Aaron Gordon and fucking Zach Levine went at it for, like, and Aaron Gordon 100% got robbed that dunk contest. Like, that was probably the best one in a long time. Oh, yeah, that's the best one I can remember in a while. 
yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. Um, all right, let's wrap this uh, good old podcast up with some music and TV recommendations. Who wants to start? As you got it. She said you got it. Oh, got it. Uh, TV-wise, I'm going to give y'all a movie because I just seen uh, King Arthur for the first time. And it's almost pretty solid. So I said, go peep King Arthur. I liked it. For music-wise, I said, get on that Yakiola popping off. What? Yakiola <laughs> popping off. All right. I thought you just mumbled, but no, it that that was correct. Okay. Yeah, I don't name these boys. Um, as far as music... Um, Olivia O'Brien just put out a new micro mixtape, and her song Jocelyn on that is so fucking good. Um, and then TV, the third season of um, that Sabrina show on Netflix just came out, and that show is super good as well. Sabrina. Yeah, the ha- it's like the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, or something like that. But the first two seasons were so good, and they just came off the third season. You mean like the Teenage Witch? That's what I was thinking. No, it's it's not like, I mean, it's the same premise, but it's like the Netflix original version. And it's like super dark and like satanic and like demented. It's not anything like the original show. Uh, that's unfortunate because the original show slapped. But this one is so much better, I promise. Um, TV wise, I'm actually going to go with the movie because again, forgetting Sarah Marshall still slaps. So if you have never watched it or just want to watch it again and appreciate Mila Kunis and all her glory, definitely go watch that. I didn't realize how much of Jason Siegel's dick I was going to see as I watched it. (laughs) It was shown multiple times within like the first five minutes. Well, there you go. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, dude, go watch it. It'll make your day. It's such a good movie. Um, Music-wise, you know I never listen to music, so, you know, just share the podcast with someone. We're really trying to make this thing grow, uh, obviously, because we're going to TikTok now and getting famous on there as well. Um, But I think that's been it, so we're going to wrap this podcast up. So thank you for listening, as always. Please, you know, leave us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate that. Subscribe to us. Or not subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Porch Talk No A. You can follow us on TikTok now, Porch Talk No A. Um, and again, just share us with a friend. And we really appreciate you. And we'll be back next week. Peace. She filled my mind up with ideas. I'm now is in the room. Hope I make it out of here. She saw my eyes, she know I'm gone. I see some things that you might feel. Don't you be a meanie, thought you wanted me to go, or why you trying to keep me thinking?